1: Going to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J, Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello everybody. Hope you're doing great today. We have exciting news. Exciting. We have yes, we have a, a town in Vermont. Yay, Williston. Yay, Vermont. Woop, woop. Thank you so much for listening. And we also have a city in New Hampshire. Thank you so much, New Hampshire. We are looking for just two. More states everybody so we need you to jump in there and get with us. We need some listeners from Alaska, Alaska. and some listeners Alaska and some listeners from Rhode Island Rhode Island. So if you know anybody and can get them to listen to us and you know that you did, let us know. And we will send you a Grace in the Shadows coffee mug. Yes, we will. Let's just get like whoop, a thousand, whoop. a thousand people. <laughs> that was me. Free coffee. Uh, cup. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's okay. We'll work it out. Okay. You can check us out at Grace o r dot You can email us at Doctor Jonathan at Grace o r dot o r g. Or you can text or call 251-244-4645. All right. Do you have some facts for us today, Dr. J? Blue whales.
0: Blue whales eat half a million calories in one mouthful. Oh, my. Just try to wrap your brain around the second part of the animal fact. Those 457,000 calories are more than two hundred and forty times the energy the whale uses to scoop those krill into its mouth. So, My so word. instead of instead of eating like a pig, you eat like a whale. <laughs> we, need to, we need to change that, right? You eat like we a whale. Do.
1: You eat like a whale. What's wrong with
0: you? <laughs> That's a lot of uh fish and krill. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Mm. What else
0: you got? That that tiny pocket in jeans was designed to store pocket watches.
1: Oh, the I thought it was meant to like to jeans, put a what? I thought it was meant like to put like a quarter in there, or you know. Like a, I, I yeah. honestly thought it was just show. Oh,
0: okay. Just, well, go it's ahead. It's tell it. us
1: about it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, the, so the original jeans had only four pockets. That tiny mm-hmm. pocket plus two more on the front and just one in the back. Mm, one what was in your the favorite? Back. What was your favorite jean as a kid in the 80s? Oh, Way my gosh. Way back goodness. in the I, 80s.
1: I, think, I th- think there were some that called chick jeans, C-H-I-C, and I had yeah. some that buttoned up the front, and they were mm-hmm. so cute and so comfortable, and I really, really liked them. What about you? Jordache and Levi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. jordash well, i know levi's still around it's, i don't think chick is around is jordash still around i'm not sure i i don't, care I don't now. I, I just i just wear wear pants
0: <laughs> Wa- I, walmart I, wear I
1: mean you know back yeah. then we had to be a little cool but now walmart brand walmart jeans are jeans for me <laughs> so yeah i want cheap jeans jeans that yes yep, yeah walmart so walmart we love your jeans Sponsor but us. In, <laughs> in, in school, in high
0: school, it was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Jordan, mm-hmm. chick. I didn't mean, mm-hmm. wear chick, obviously. That was a girl's student. No, that was a girl. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Levi, of course, Levi's always, it's still popular.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah Levi's around. Yep.
0: <laughs> uh, turkeys can blush.
1: Oh, my. Whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, my. When turkeys okay. are
0: scared or excited, <laughs> like when the male see a female... They're interested in the pale skin on their head and neck turns bright red, blue and white. The flap Uh of skin over their beaks, called a snood, also reddens. And this is quite interesting. Yeah. So turkeys are shy. I guess they're flirtish. They're flirtish (laughs) enemies.
1: When I took algebra years ago, I had a teacher named Mrs. McFarlane and she had a farm And she had a turkey named Beauregard, and she would talk about that turkey and how it would chase her. And she always had turkey stories about Beauregard. Beauregard, the turkey.
0: Yeah. Do you know what the original bird was supposed to be, the national bird of the United States? The
1: turkey. That's what Benjamin Franklin wanted.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of, uh, you know, if it would have been the national bird, then probably they would have made it Mm -hmm. illegal to kill them. And we wouldn't have turkey for Thanksgiving. Oh. So thank you. Thank you for your sovereign providence, Lord. We can now eat turkeys.
1: I love turkey. I like turkey at Thanksgiving. Me too. Yep. Yep.
0: The man with the world's deepest voice can make sounds humans can't hear. Oh. Did you, did you okay. hear
1: it? Did you hear okay. it? I just did it. No, you
0: no. Uh, you I, don't have any I, voice. Joking. The man... <laughs> Yeah, the man Tim Storms <laughs> can't even hear the note, which is eight octaves below the lowest G on a piano, but elephants oh. can. <gasps>
1: oh, little elephants. Oh, that's interesting. And elephants remember.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. You You want to go on to what we're doing today? Miss yeah. a doctor. <laughs> Dr. Ma oh. is going to give the, kind of talk about a message yeah. today. Go
1: ahead. Yep, yep, yep. It's not often that I take over and do a do a topic, but uh, sometimes I do like to hop on in there and talk about are maybe you, something. Are you saying that I have a big mouth? No, I'm not oh, saying okay. that. Then I'm not. You... No, I am not saying that. You usually come up with some really great topics. and oh, thank you. Yeah. And I'm like, run with it. And then once in a while, you'll say, well, what are we going to talk about? And I'll just pop up something. And you're like, oh, you ought to talk about that. So I am perfectly I, happy with the way things are. Yes. I, I'm kidding.
0: But I think that you should do more of them. Well, we'll see.
1: We'll see. All right. Oh, well, today. Point. No, no. Well, go no, ahead. No. I like to. Pop in unexpectedly, you know, stealthy. Go ahead, uh, stealthy. pop in. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, we are going to talk about waiting, and when God says waiting we should is wait, it's the hardest part. Go ahead. That is um, quite lovely there. And I did take it, full disclosure, um, I found a sermon from Charles Stanley that I really liked. And so I'm going to use some of his points. So I'm giving him credit. Um, But would you start us off with reading Psalm 27, 11 through 14, Dr. J? Sure.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Dr. M.
1: Mm -hmm. Teach me
0: your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desires of my foes. For false witnesses rise up against me, spouting malicious accusations. I remain Mm. confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord.
1: Very good. Very good. Now, we are actually in a season of waiting right now. We're not going to really talk about what we're waiting for or anything like that, but we are in a season of waiting and we've been in seasons of waiting before, just like I know our listeners have been and waiting can be very hard, especially when you're impatient like us <laughs> and it, it can be really difficult. And um, I know that for years and years and years, I wanted to work at home. Work from home and be an online professor, and I started wanting to do it when the kids were small. When we had moved to Beaufort, North Carolina, um, I was in a school that was a little bit difficult. There was some cattiness and some things going on. It was a little, it was difficult, and I just wanted a change. So I started praying, 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 praying. Lord, please let me work online full time. Da da da. And you know, it. I prayed for that. From probably about two thousand and six, seven when I graduated with my masters until mm-hmm. two thousand twenty. And that's a long time to pray for something. And I kept praying and I kept praying. Well, I um was working on my doctorate and it was really stressful. And you're like, Okay, Marla, you just need to stay home, you know, do a job, we'll be fine. And so I started teaching Chinese kids. And I finished my doctorate and 2020 COVID hit. Um, before it did though, I actually started teaching, um, online. Now I wasn't teaching college. I was teaching first grade, loved it, loved it, moved into a, a, um, supervisor, uh, position a year later. And then a year later after that, or two years later after that, God gave me a job teaching at a Christian college, which I love online full time. So. It took quite a while, and God kept telling me to wait. and it was hard, and I got frustrated. But I'd said to wait. And I knew eventually, and you knew eventually that I would get a job online. Love it, work for Heartwell Hartwell University, great college, teacher college, amazing place. Um, if you know anybody that wants to become a teacher, Send them our way. God is doing awesome, wonderful things. We actually interviewed the president um, several months ago. So look for that podcast, um, Matthew Flippin, and look for that to learn more about the college we're at. But anyway, today we're talking about waiting. The first point that Charles Stanley made that I want to make is God's timing isn't just good, it's perfect. It is perfect. Now, I'd worked as an adjunct for several, you know, several different colleges, but never could break into full time. They weren't Christian colleges. Not that there would have been anything wrong with me working at a college that wasn't Christian, but God was preparing me to work at Hartwell. And it was amazing. And his timing was perfect. It was wonderful. He is omniscient. He knows our past. He knows our present. He knows our future. If I had started working in another college, I might never have found Hartwell. I might not have ever been working there. So he knew what I needed. He knew what you and I needed. And he sees everything of our life. He sees the big picture. So many times, I think we just see our little spot in the world where we are. And we're just kind of sometimes we're whiny and we're like, God, I really want this. And he's like, no, no, this is not best for you right now because he's wise. He knows everything. Um, he knows that we're trying to hurry things up when he knows we need to slow things down what do you think about that Dr. J
0: I think that's right God is never in a rush God is never in right. a hurry in fact, scripture mm-hmm. says he's long suffering that none should perish but all should come to him right. and so God Definitely. God is not some uh uh He's never in a rush, in a hurry. When you look at Abraham, mm-hmm. uh, he right. took his time with Abraham and showing Abraham his where he would end up and the promised land, and mm-hmm. um, he took his time from a human standpoint, an anthropomorphic uh, mm-hmm. standpoint. And you look at right. all the prophets, and you look at even David. David, mm-hmm. how how many years was he in the field? With his sheep, oh, before Samuel long came, and then right. after Samuel anointed him king, chosen king, he didn't actually become king, to several years later,
1: years later, years right. later. You're right. Now, Good, yeah.
0: God, God's not in a hurry.
1: No, he's not, and his timing is perfect. But you know, I I get the fact that we get frustrated because, you know, we're in a, a season of waiting right now. Sometimes we get frustrated. Sometimes we, I mean, and and we tell God we're frustrated and we, sometimes we maybe nitpick at each other because we're just frustrated and we're not frustrated with each other. We're frustrated with the situation and we just don't always handle this well. So maybe stopping and thinking, Hey, God's timing isn't just good. It's perfect. That Mm -hmm. will help us to wait better. So well, let's look at the next, the next one. Uh, when God says, wait, that's exactly what he means for us to do. Because sometimes we try to run on ahead of him and we try to make decisions that kind of mess up that waiting process. And and sometimes those, those things that we do make us wait even longer. Don't you think?
0: Well, look at uh, Abraham. <laughs> You know, right. A lot of people want to argue and say, you know, look at how Abraham slept with Hagar, but Sarah Mm -hmm. was the one that initiated it. She said, go ahead and sleep with my handmaiden so that we can have a child. Uh, Mm -hmm. they were trying to rush, rush God.
1: And now we have a war between nations because of that. Right. That is a perfect example. You know, we can't just go barreling ahead. And make decisions without God. We've got to listen to Him all throughout our lives. We've got to be well, ready to hear what His direction is. Go ahead.
0: Well, look at Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot, you know, Abraham's mm-hmm. uh, men servants were starting to fight against Lot, his his cousin, That's right? Him. And yes. so Abraham uh, gave Lot the the first choice, which in their culture Abraham mm-hmm. would have been, should have been given the first choice. This shows a lot about Abraham's character. He was a servant. Oh, yeah. But uh, Lot chose that luscious, party-hopping, uh tropical <laughs> uh, right, uh city called Sodom and Gomorrah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. he would go there, and he was trying to rush God's plan. He, he didn't was. To wait for the promised land, the land nope. chosen by God. He wanted to right. skip it and go straight to Sodom and Gomorrah.
1: And And then what happened? happened. Yeah. 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 Bad, really bad situation. So yeah, he did not trust in God. Abraham did at that point, but Lot did not, he did not trust in God. He learned, he ended up being in a whole heap of trouble, you know, and he even lost his wife because she looked back and, um, turned into a pillar of salt. So he didn't wait very well. He plunged ahead and had to suffer the consequences So we need to realize that God is omniscient. He is all knowing. He knows what's best for us. He knows what's best for us now. He knows what's best for us tomorrow. He knows what's best for us 20 years from now, because he sees the whole picture. God knows what's going to happen. We don't. We just see our little spot in the world right now. And we're like, oh, God, I'm so frustrated. I'm so tired. And he's like, hold on. I know the big picture. So just trust in me. And that leads us into the last point which has several subpoints and that is there are certain requirements for waiting on God. The first one is trusting. We can trust mm-hmm. God. We know that His timing is is always right. He's not holding back from us and say, okay, I'm going to keep this thing that you want because I don't want you to have it yet and I'm just going to hold on to it because I'm a cruel God. no. He holds on to that. He's not depriving us because he knows either that's not best for us or it's not the right timing and we just got to wait. And he wants us to ask him. He wants us to seek him. He wants us to knock in prayer. He wants us to realize that his timing is perfect and that he's God. And we need to realize that and we need to think about that um and and when just like it took me almost 20 years praying to to work online he did not answer immediately and i did go through things that grew me as an educator to to help me be a better teacher professor today and that's what he does he puts us in that state of waiting to teach us to help us to learn and to also help us to trust in him and sometimes trusting in him is difficult and he knows that too That's why He wants us to ask, seek, and knock, and pray to Him. And He answers us, and He comforts us, and He helps us. You want to add anything to that?
0: No, I I mean, look, you look at prophecy. I think prophecy Mm -hmm. is one of the number one reasons we know the Bible's true, and we Mm -hmm. trust in the future. And God, when you look at prophecy from the past, and specifically prophecy about Jesus' first coming, uh, right. specifics like the way he would die, no bones would be broken, mm-hmm. where he'd be born, right. born of a, I mean, we can go on and on. And, uh, and this yeah. just shows that God is not, God's timing is exactly, precisely correct into
1: the Absolutely. very details and we can yes. trust him for the future and tomorrow. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, the next point, um, the next requirement for waiting on God is a tough one. It's patience. Oh, Oh, patience. Yes, don't. Yes. Don't pray for patience. patience. (laughs) That's right. (coughs) You got me all choked up. When we pray for patience, sometimes God throws us in the midst of, okay, you prayed for this. Let me see what I'm going to do. But patience. Psalm 37 says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret. Oh, my goodness. I have problems with fretting. I worry. I fret. I don't wait patiently. But that is a requirement. We have to wait. When we start being anxious and impatient, we have to wait. We have to realize that God's perfect plan is, is what we need to wait. And the del- what we think is a delay is maybe God saving us from heartache or God preparing us for something even better than we could have imagined. Yeah, patience. Whew. Go ahead. Exactly right.
0: Yeah. exactly right. I think uh, when you look at one of the reasons it, the Jews rejected Jesus. Is because he, he, he didn't come as a, basically a dictator to take over the Roman Empire. Ruling. Right. So he did, and we know he's coming back to do that. But True. Uh, he came as a servant, he came to die on a cross. And I think the Jews were trying to rush that. When you look at yeah. what they thought the Messiah was supposed to be, and they weren't totally wrong, they just skipped right. the process. Yeah. God doesn't want us to skip the process. He wants us to go step by step by step. God is in every step. We make decisions. God guides our steps.
1: I love that. I love that. And the last point that I'm going to make, a requirement for waiting for God, is endurance. Endurance. Um, Some of you that are listening, y'all are runners. Unfortunately, I am not a runner. (laughs) But to be a runner, you have to have a long distance runner. You have to have endurance. You have to prepare so you can last through that 10K or that 5K or whatever you have or even more. You have to pace yourself. You have to endure. And when the Lord calls us to wait, we have to do that endurance. We have to stand firm. We have to, uh, you know, there's going to be people that come into our life and say, well, I just don't know why God isn't doing this for you. And they're going to make us try to turn our heart against God and be uh, hard hearted against him. We don't need to listen to that. We need to throw that to the side. We need to endure and realize, okay, if God is going to put this in my life, I'm going to keep praying and I'm going to endure until he says yes or until he says no. And in the waiting, I'm going to endure. And that's what we have to do. We have to do that. We have to trust in him. We have to have patience and we have to have endurance because he knows what's best for us. Uh, the world does not. Our friends do not. Um, and and we have to listen it. to him. Yeah. Right. Go ahead. That family does not. You know, even our own spouse sometimes doesn't. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> not you, exactly. but you. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes I don't. I'm not God and we, we can right. Yeah. You know, our spouses are human. And even oh, yeah. if they're child of the king, Saint mm-hmm. spoke through Peter. Oh yeah. And uh, so sometimes we're not always exactly where we need to be. And and the enemy right. can speak through our spouse. I think yeah. the thing though we should think about is mm-hmm. one of the temptations is to not only get ahead of God, right, but to look back at the past. And yes. think, wow that you know, the, the Israelites looked back and said, well, we'd be better off in Egypt. they going back to Egypt as slaves. I mean, really? Right. Life, <laughs> uh, yeah. life, back right. to Sodom and Gomorrah and turned to salt. And that's because she, she was wanting, she was missing it. She was right. missing some of those, maybe there's family members or maybe there's, You know, the things that were in her city that they were at. In reality, God had a better plan and she Mm -hmm. wanted to go backwards, not forward.
1: And that's God's only command to them. When he got them out of that awful place, he said, don't look back. Only he said, don't look back. And what did she do? She She looked back. I don't want to be like that. You know, I want to have this trust. I want to have this endurance. I want to have this patience. So when we're in that season of waiting, I don't want to jump ahead. You know, there are times that I do want to jump ahead. And, and you know, you and I lately have tried to jump ahead a little bit. And God just kind of put the kibosh on that and said, whoa, hold on. I'm God. Wait on me. Be patient. And, you know, we talked through it and got a little frustrated. And then we're like, yeah, God's right. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, we've got to listen so- to him. Some people out there are probably thinking, well, how do I know God's sayings wait?
0: Oh, good point. And I think we know because suddenly start with scriptures that say, mm-hmm. wait, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, you know, maybe it was like Jesus stayed in Egypt until Herod died or <laughs> uh, Paul waited. Suddenly, right. scriptures start popping out at you, or songs, or other people yes. that don't know your
1: situation start speaking into your heart. And I think that's how yeah. God speaks. But you have to you have to be willing to listen because sometimes we're not willing to listen. Yeah. And what's been so cool in, in, in our, you know, when we first started dating and throughout our relationship, God has always done that. And it's always been so cool. You know, we'll have talked about something and all of a sudden somebody says that in a sermon or some, we hear that, uh somebody saying that on the radio or we hear a song that alludes just to what we were talking about and God has always done that with us and he's definitely done that with us lately so we have to be willing to listen we can't barrel on like lots wife turn around we've got to stop and listen and sometimes we do need to just stop be still and realize that he is God and pray and you know when we are frustrated we need to turn to him and tell him we're frustrated, and ask him for help, and he will be right there with us. Yeah, really, Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead.
0: No, 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 no. You. Well, I think, that, and we need to be aware. We don't want to get try to get ahead of God because we're not going to win. Mm. No. We and we don't want to look back. We need to stay right. focused on the present and going moving forward in perseverance. Mm-hmm.
1: And we have to realize that in the season of waiting, we have to remember that God can take your mess, turn to a message for his glory, for your good. Amen. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. Have a great day.